<laughs> I'm going to redo all of this. <laughs> we can do it again. I got nowhere to be. <laughs> we can just acknowledge it at the beginning. <laughs> oh my god. We talked about the shorts too. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we Hello everybody and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 487 with a review of Peter Rabbit. I'm Christopher Schneezy. And I'm Stephen Miller. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week in the show we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. This week we have quite a few reviews for you. Um, literally exactly a few, because I believe a few is three. <laughs> I, I don't think that's science. <laughs> uh, but essentially we have three. The movie isn't called Three Good Men. <laughs> Touche, Steven. Touche. Do you think you've had three too many drinks? <laughs> I hate you so much. Um, so, here's the deal. We are starting this episode off with a listener requested review um for the film peter rabbit uh sarah kelso you are listening to this episode right now and everybody should know that you wrote in and left us this message please review peter rabbit the end so we are doing that but this is not this is not the end nor the beginning this is actually take two of this episode oh yeah listeners should know we started off our review of this episode Spent some time talking about how our weekend went, what led up to our watching this film. Even took some time to discuss the Oscar Award nominated shorts, <laughs> yeah, live action shorts that we spent uh, part of yesterday watching. And uh, then we dove into our review of Peter Rabbit, which, honest to God, full full attempted good honest try, mm-hmm. and something happened, and it just broke down. Looked at the timestamp realized how little of the episode was viable, <laughs> stopped recording, selected all, deleted. Yep. <laughs> it was gone. We're giving it a good old college try, though. Yeah, and, and so I think the thing that made me crack up beyond recovery in the last episode <laughs> was our attempt to be serious and critical-minded when discussing a movie about James Corden as a rabbit with a jacket. <laughs> So I don't know how we course correct for that this time around. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Uh, and and let's, let's, let's also put this out there ahead of time before uh, we get emails, <laughs> before we even get into the episode. Um, it's not that we think this movie is horrible. No, no, no. Like, we genuinely had some fun with this film. It was... I, I, it, we, we watched a lot of very serious films this weekend. Uh, dealing with heavy subject matter in both the short category and the the two foreign films that we watched. And this film was just a perfect chaser from that. Um, But we're exhausted. (laughs) Um, We may have had too large of dinners to, like, be able to comfortably sit in a closed-off space to talk for three episodes worth of podcast, which we are doing right now, by the way. Um, And we it just... it, It went south. We've recovered. We've... Took some time to settle down. I'm okay. I've meditated. I'm ready. <laughs> so here it is. This is our review of Peter Rabbit. We're going to start by listening to the trailer for Peter Rabbit, and then we're going to come back 
and we're going to give you a review. Rabbits are generous, honest, pure, graceful creatures. Our natural rabbit's pace should be able to keep up. Do you know what? That would never have worked. Blue jacket, no pants. You must be Peter Rabbit. Yeah, that's right. Wait, didn't you try to eat me? Show me your teeth. Do like a go like. <laughs> it was you. I knew it. How are you? So good to see you. I can't think of one thing that could stop our fun. Checking on the new neighbour. I'll explain it to him. We all share our land around here. Hello, I'm Bee. These gates are incredibly sturdy. I just need to keep the wildlife out where they belong. You're joking, right? Yes. <laughs> They're angels. This is their place. <laughs> okay, so he's tricked her. There's only one way out of this. He's gotta go. You know they set traps in my bed? He's a rabbit. He wouldn't hurt anyone. His face was so classic. He was like... <laughs> I have a vermin problem. An electric fence will keep him out. What happens if we touch him? No, Mrs. Tiggy Winkle, stop! Look away. We can't give up. It's our home. You're mine now, rabbit. Yay! Oh! Thomas, what's going on here? My two boys getting along. Nothing could make me happier. Ooh, I'm a rebel just for kicks now. I got us into this. I'm gonna fix it. So that was the trailer for Peter Rabbit. Condensed story is there is a rabbit named Peter. There is an evil man who owns the garden that they're trying to get into. That man, something happens to him. Somebody in his family who got that house, if this guy passed, which he did, um, comes back with the original intention of selling, maybe finds a reason to stick around. But that reason to stick around causes some conflict between him and the wildlife in the area, and hilarity ensues. Explosive comedy Explosive ensues. comedy, meaning comedy that involves explosives. Yes. Um, Stephen Miller, what did you think of Peter Rabbit? So since in, in the previous incarnation of this episode, we talked a little bit about what our relationship is to the Peter Rabbit cinematic universe. Um, <laughs> And I I did grow up with uh, Beatrix Potter books. I definitely remember reading them as a kid. I remember looking through the picture books and enjoying them. But other than that general style of artwork, I had no idea what to expect with this movie. I don't know what the canon is. I don't know who the characters are, really, except for the idea that a rabbit wears a jacket. Yeah. Um, and this movie was it, – it was very cute. Like, it was it was entertaining – it, at the very beginning of this movie, it opened with two birds flying, singing, very kind of Sound of Music style, grandiose. And Chris looked at me and gave me a look <laughs> that was like, 
oh no. <laughs> and right around the time he gave me that look, the movie twists that and goes, oh, don't worry. This isn't the movie you're going to watch. Yeah, and yeah. Like, this is a movie that knows exactly what tone it is hitting. It knows it is making a kid's movie that many adults are going to be sitting through. And it does a, a its damnedest to walk that line where it gives kids all the red meat they could want. Like all the <laughs> all the big ADHD-driven, slapsticky action comedy and still tries to give adults... I, I don't want to say highbrow because they're more lowbrow jokes, but they're oh, yeah. jokes that would go over the kids' heads, right? Yeah. And th- this is a movie that has a lot of fun with that. Um, my favorite of the jokes involves the rooster. Uh, Chris does a mean impression of the rooster, in fact. <laughs> no, I think, I think <laughs> when we divulged in the last episode to doing impressions of characters is where we lost it. So I'm going to mm-hmm. not do that impression. Plus, I'm pretty sure I peaked out the mic levels when I did it. Yep. But just imagine a rooster with uh, just screaming at the top of his lungs in a psychotic voice about the fact that the sun's rising. Yeah, so the, the premise is that every night he goes to sleep, he thinks that is the last time the sun will ever have been up. It's going to be darkness forever. And he's just so overjoyed to still be alive in the morning that he's screaming like a prophet, like a you know a guy with a, a sign on the side of the road shouting about like the end times, right? Like he, yeah. he, he's a maniac and... He makes decisions based on the idea that the world is going to end, and when he realizes that those decisions have consequences, it's a funny running gag in the movie. It hits, like, every ten minutes. And there's a lot of little funny running gags in the movie. Another running gag that I love is their equivalent, the rabbits, of pouring one out for their homie, is taking whatever fruit is in their hand and squeezing it so the juice just dribbles down. (laughs) It shouldn't stay funny as many times as it is, but it, it does. It stays funny the whole time. It's the, it's the sincerity of the motion of yeah. like a rabbit with his head down or her, her head down, right. sadly, and just like one paw out, squish, and that's it. Yeah. Um, but the real thing that makes this movie is Donald Gleason. Uh, I'll, I'll say Donald Gleason and Rose Byrne, but she, I think, is meant to be the foil or the straight character. He is definitely the one that gets to be the goofy, zany, hamming everything out. I character. mean, she's not... She's she's a little too aloof to be the straight character, mm-hmm. right? Like she's like in a world where we're trying to decide if these rabbits are actually as smart as the film animatedly wants to tell us, she would potentially be a psychotic as well, right? Right. Yeah, it's sure, <laughs> like, sure. Like she's not but she just she isn't given as much crazed goofiness to go with. Yeah. She yeah. more her role is to be very sweet, very caring, lovable, the person to whom things happen, right? Yeah. Um, whereas Donald Gleason, we are introduced to him about to drink from a toilet with a plastic straw to prove how clean it is. So yeah, yeah. Th- there, there's a disconnect between the two, but I like I cracked up at Donald Gleason. Just, it, it's partly because you know the actor, too, so you know this actor is just having a blast, like yeah. getting into the mode in this kid's like this kid's movie, putting on layers and layers of eyeliner um, and just like going haywire, like running around being cartoon villainy to these rabbits as they try to get into his yard. A lot of slapstick involving him and Peter Rabbit fighting, but in secret. And whenever Rose Byrne's character shows up, they have to pretend to be playing nice. It, it It's just silly. It, it's very, very silly. And while the movie falls prey to a lot of things that I would think the, the lesser of children's movies are known to do, um, like the soundtrack is nonstop top indie flick thing. Like every every three minutes there is a new song playing and the next three minutes are gonna be basically like 
a music video edited to that new song. And that's how the movie begins. It continues like 10 songs in a row. Occasionally it relents, but then it picks right back up again. Like this is a movie that knows you don't have an attention span. We're just going to throw all the stimuli at you that we can and like see what happens. And it mo- it mostly works. Like there are little bits that annoy me, but it's a kid's movie and the kids in the theater were loving it. I was cracking up plenty. <laughs> I, I can't imagine really hating this movie, right? You might be like, eh, meh, but you you got to give it something. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I've, I've told other people who asked about the film that like basically the perfect definition for it is that it's uh, a, I already forget the word that I used last time we recorded. Basically, it's, a, it's an inoffensive film. It is a film that like you will watch. You're not going to hate it. You're not going to be like, damn, now that was a funny, clever child's movie that had a lot for adults in it. It will be like, there was some funny stuff in that that gave me a good time that I, that I, that I liked. I, I had heard going into the film that it's not just a little kid's uh, fun, fun, blah, 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 talking animals type of movie. That it actually centers around. It, it's, it's, a, it's a romantic comedy that centers around this relationship between these two characters. Um, and I was like, okay. I'm on board. I'm I'm ready to see this. Um, uh, I want to see about time too. <laughs> yeah, I want to see about time too. With just another great female lead in it, right? Like it, it's uh, sat down to watch it, and I enjoyed the parts of the film that I went in for. I enjoyed some of the parts that I couldn't have expected that I would have laughed at. Right? Like there's a lot of comedy in this that that like is kind of exactly what I would expect from the film. But that I just like it was one of those things where you're kind of mad at the movie for making you laugh because mm-hmm. you're like, mm, you you got me, you got me, you did something and made me laugh with like this this really silly throwaway gag. And I think that overall there was enough of those sprinkled throughout the entire experience that it's it's a it's a thing that like you watch and you walk out and you're like, yeah, it was cute, it was cute. Like I, I'm not gonna complain. <laughs> I mean, I definitely, I definitely from the time that that first trailer hit, <clears throat> if I can go back to what I said the last time when it first hit. I was like, holy shit, CG animation has got pretty damn good. Look at these environments. <laughs> and that's when Look I re- at fake Donald Gleason. <laughs> no, no, but like when I, when I first saw it, I was like, because, you know, sometimes when like a Pixar short starts and you're like, damn, they have nailed rocks mm-hmm. or damn, they have nailed wet hair, right? You're just like, you're like, there's like a bunch of things where you're like, until this character walked on screen, I thought that was real. Mm-hmm. And when the trailer started, I was like, holy shit, this looks really good. And I was like, oh, it's real world with CG stuff added on top of it. My bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think that we both, like, when that trailer hit, we're just like, oh, God, I could not get further away from this film. And obviously we were like, you know what, we're going to do it. We're going to do it for Sarah. This one's for you. And uh, we saw it, and, I, like, it's 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 fun. It's it's cute. It's fun. I can't, I can't complain too much. Like, it's the worst parts of this film are not bad enough to spend time criticizing the film because no. it, it, it's not a film that really it's like what can we do what what funny situations can we put these characters in and and like the basic premise of a like a guy who is already a little bit maybe strange understanding these rabbits are like sentient creatures <laughs> that are, are like fully personified like can do all sorts of crazy things that like a rabbit would never be able to do Knowing full well that they're there, them acknowledging that he recognizes that they are like that, and then him having to try to explain to another character 
who doesn't know that they're like that and just sees them as little wildlife creatures. Like that premise alone is enough to carry this movie through with like the cute interactions between them and like their relationships starting to form and everything like that. And then like the rabbits alone, if this was just the rabbits in the wilderness, like horrible Bambi style. Yeah. yeah like, like with the guy doing his like forest karaoke thing, like, throwing the jungle book kid too. <laughs> yeah. He's Mowgli's running around just doing stuff like this. This would not be a sustainable film, but I think like the, the premise and the way they work around work with it, make this film something that is enjoyable and fun to watch so yeah so i think one interesting thing is when we were speaking before you likened this to tom and jerry which i think is a really good comparison to the kind of humor of this movie which is very looney tunes very you know cat and mouse chases with overblown cartoonish violence like dynamite is lobbed around in this movie um to great effect. Yeah, ele- electricity is used much like the airbags in Neighbors yeah. 2 to shoot people wildly across the room in very dangerous ways. But yeah. you never feel that there's a danger because this is all cartoonish, right? And that's fun. It's like a live-action crazy cartoon. I think one one thing I appreciate about the writers of this movie who clearly were just having a blast seeing what they could get away with, what they could throw in to this. It's a premise that everyone knew Probably every studio knew this should be a movie at some point because it's a property that is like clearly a premise that could sustain a kid's movie. But once you know the premise, the question is like, how the hell are we going to fill 90 minutes of of things with this idea of just, you know, rabbits trying to steal things from a garden? Um, And I think what they landed on is heightening it to edgy is the wrong word, but it, it goes for bits of humor that are very not childlike, right? Like near the beginning of this movie, a person dies and we watch we watch the person die comically. And the character celebrates the death. Yes, the character celebrates the death. We watch it comically and it, it sets the tone that this is a this is a goofy irreverent movie and that's what it's going to be. And for me that made it fun. For me it, it makes me feel like you're in on the joke a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think also just just to restress or just to stress, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know at this point because I don't know how many times we've said this, but like the commitment level that Donald Gleason brings to this is worth the cost of a, admission. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, they're, the world's oldest cartoon gag, Stepping on a Rake. This film takes that rake-stepping gag to new heights. Mm-hmm. Like, there, I... I can imagine being a person in an animated film, reading the script and be like, really, I just forward, backward step and I get in the back, in the front, in the back, in the front, just repeatedly. Like, there is no way that should work. And it it kind of doesn't. It, it it just stretches that line of credulity where you're just like, oh, that, no, like, okay, all of the rakes, I get it. Those two rakes back and forth. It, <laughs> At least do a few rakes. <laughs> I just... I mean, I'm just saying there was more rakes going on in the Molly's game. Mm. Getting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, it's, it, like the level, the, the work he puts into this film to participate in it. Like he, he's never phoning it in. He mm-hmm. is 100% to committed, like 100% too committed. He is 100% committed to performing this as if this is the best film he's ever been in. Right. And I love him for that. Mm-hmm. 
Step aside, Roseburn. He's mine. <laughs> but yeah, uh, any any last comments you have about the film? Um, you know, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't <laughs> think this is a movie that is gonna like improve by tearing into it anymore or like dissecting it. Yeah, it it's just silly. It's just a funny, silly inoffensive harmless i believe is the word you used before movie and that's all you want when you're sitting down to watch an animated film about (laughs) a rabbit and for people who will never know steven said that for me because that's the point where i barely stumbled through that exact sentence where the last version of this episode completely fell apart and we took 10 minutes to try to recover and we've already passed the runtime of that episode, which included talking about five, five live-action shorts that we had seen and uh, talking about all the other films that we saw this weekend. Okay, so now for the rating system. If you could give this a DeKalb Elementary, a silent child. Oh, I'm not, not going to go further with that joke. <laughs> Steven. Uh, but yeah, so we, let's, let's get to our verdict then for Peter Rabbit. Stephen Miller, in all seriousness, mm. if you could give this a must-see, reckon with the caveat, wait for rental, pass with the caveat, or must avoid, what would you give it? I'm going to give it a dual answer, which is, if you are two grown men on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon with a little bit of alcohol, it's, it's a rental. It's a wait for rental. It's a fine, fine movie. It was funny. I don't regret seeing it at all. I had fun. I had a good time. If you are a parent of children, I think this is at least a recommend with a caveat because all the kids in this theater seem to be having a great time, like yeah. squealing with laughter at all of the like big physical humor that Donald Gleason was going through. Um, it's also an edgy movie too. I don't, I don't know if you know this, but Sony has had to apologize for offending the parents of I, children with allergies. I so this. I don't. I don't even. I don't even get it, Stephen. Oh, I feel a rant coming. <laughs> it, like, I. I. I didn't read the articles. I've heard about this. I know Peter Rabbit sometimes has like, who's allergic to blackberries? Like, what kind of whatever? Like, I it, think it might not be him making light of it, but him sh- then shooting trying blackberry to murder into the person's mouth. <laughs> yeah, it might be the murder part. Hey. If it taught us anything, it's that EpiPens are great. Mm-hmm. If somebody somebody slingshots a blackberry in your mouth and you're allergic to blackberries, just, just stab yourself in the thigh. Yep. I mean, and then no worries, right? Yep. Everyone can afford EpiPens, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, Health insurance is free, right? <laughs> anyways, I, yeah, it's, it's not even worth going to full random. That's about the it. problem in the UK. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyways, not so gracefully half sidestepping the rant that I won't go into. Um, uh, for me, I, I, I basically agree with Stephen. Like, like I think for us, it was wait for rental. Probably would have waited for rental in any other given situation. But in the past, as we referenced in one of the two episodes that you may not be hearing, um, like I, I have, I have passed over on films and come back and been like, you know what? I definitely should have given that a chance. This film 
Peter Rabbit doesn't live up to the likes of uh, Storks. Or not doesn't even live up to the likes of Boss Baby. Um, but it's it's enjoyable. It's it's basically just as enjoyable but less clever. If that's I, I just love the idea of you saying that that metric with a straight face, like it, does this meet the bar of storks? <laughs> no. <laughs> does this meet the bar of boss baby? Barely. <laughs> <laughs> One could argue. Yeah, so if Storks is a must see, Boss Baby is a recommend with a caveat. Peter Rabbit is plumped there in the middle of Wait for Rental. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, as Stephen said, if you have children, there's enough fun here. Unless you hate Donald Gleason or something, right? If you hate Donald Gleason, sorry. Um, a, you're wrong. B, <laughs> your kids are still going to love this movie. So just take them to it because they're going to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe don't buy the DVD because they're going to make you play it constantly uh, in in the cars you drive or in the home when you're trying to do other things. But uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 fine. I'm I'm gonna ruin this if I keep going. <laughs> so, Stephen, what do you say we close up this episode and then go off and get to serious conversation about serious films? I can't wait. All right, so that'll bring us to the end of this episode of the Spoiler Warning Podcast. Stephen Miller, people want to find you throughout the week. Where is it that they may do that? Uh, people can go to twitter.com slash sdavidmiller or sdavidmiller.com. People can find me at christopherinreallife.com or twitter.com slash christopherirl. You can find the podcast over at thespoilerwarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. Um, if you want to know the episodes go live, you can follow us at twitter.com slash spoilerwarning or like us at facebook.com slash thespoilerwarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com or you can use the contact form on our site. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to Peter Rabbit, so hopefully you are enjoying that right now. We are going to take off now. We have reviews coming up for you in the feed for A Fantastic Woman and for The Insult, so hope you're ready for those. We'll see you in just a moment. I can't believe it! The episode's over! I didn't think it was going to end! But it ended! We're free! (laughs) 